Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurad. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 239 Uncensored Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we have a great episode. I'm very happy to welcome Gina Tomlinson into the studio. And Gina, you've probably seen her. Yeah, whoa, get a little. I'm in the house. Yeah, in the house. I'm trying to match your energy. Yeah, you've seen her on TV several times. She's got a new YouTube channel, which is fantastic. We're going to talk about that in depth. And Gina, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Tim. I'm so excited that we finally get to do this. Yeah, we've been kind of like trying to schedule everything, and it's so good to have you here. And uh, it's exciting because you have a new YouTube channel, which we're going to talk a little bit about later. And it's really good, and it's it's positive. Yeah, so positive. it's so it's good. So exactly. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Gina. I know you've been in Southwest Florida. I. I detect you know that midwest accent a little oh, bit yeah yeah it never goes away yeah tell us a little never. bit about yourself and then we'll we'll get into a little bit about what you're doing and you know what you're bringing to the community grew up in michigan and have a very loving family i have two brothers a sister i worked my butt off to get into college i actually didn't really know what i was going to do until i took a class in high school that actually introduced me to reporting and editing and those things. And I really fell in love with it. And the teacher looked at me and he was like, you should go to college and become a TV reporter. Like you'd be good at this. And that's kind of what I did. I always worked two jobs. I probably worked about in every, as every occupation you can possibly imagine (laughs) during my college and high school career. Um, and then I went to Central Michigan University, graduated from there, Fire Up Chips. Yeah. Have you heard of Central? I've heard of it, but I've never been to the campus. There's a lot of Chippewas in Florida, <laughs> Chippewas, I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah. Well, it's funny when you move to Florida, like there's people from everywhere and you start to like, do you have, do you have like a group? Have you ever met with them? No, but I have heard that, that there's actually like a reunion that they have every year. They go out in the Naples Princess. So oh, that'd be I'm going to do that. Yeah, do that. And then, so you went, you went to, now what is, what would be the major that you take? Is it, is it communications? Is it media or what was it? Not a lot of schools have it, but it's broadcast arts. Okay. And then I minored in journalism and sports management in case I wanted to be a sports reporter. Yeah. At one point I did, but there's a lot of, you know, sexual harassment and sports reporting and you have to know like everything about you know, golf and I'm a, I'm a real big hockey girl, but I'm not necessarily like a baseball girl, you know? So yeah, because you, if you're going to do sports reporting, you have a pretty good knowledge of all the different, you know, football comes to town. We, we do have hockey here, which is good. we got the Everblades, right? Oh yeah. You know, so then you got, you know, football is my favorite. You know, I, I enjoy that. So that's, that's a good thing, but what's your team? I, I'm a big Pats fan, big Pats fan. And, and you probably don't know this, but Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski and Edelman are going to be in Naples, Florida. Oh. I think t- tomorrow. Tomorrow. Maybe tonight. They might be getting here tonight. Maybe tomorrow. Should try to get him on the show. Well, yeah. I'd like to, <laughs> I like to try to get him on the show. But, yeah. Hey, Tom, you need to come down to the 239 jump on this podcast. <laughs> I'll be you there know. right away. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'm going to get there. So how long have you been in Southwest Florida? And what brought you to Southwest Florida? 
Well, actually, my first job was in Mississippi, Gulfport, Mississippi. And it's not really what you think when you think of Mississippi. I worked on the coast of Mississippi. So like Biloxi, Ocean Springs, it's it's kind of like a mini Vegas. Have you ever been there? Yeah, I have. It is awesome. They've got hard rock there. There's casino. And it got hit really hard with the uh, hurricane in the past. Several of them, I believe. But they're building back. They're building back. Right. So about three years ago, I came to Florida to work for Wink News. And I just fell in love. Like, I am i don't think I'm ever leaving <laughs> Southwest Florida. It is just absolutely fantastic. I was a Collier County reporter at Wink News for a while. And I really like doing that. Um, I like this area and the beaches and everything. And I just, I might not be out of the news forever here, but... I'm here forever, unless it gets too, too crowded. We, we talk about it almost, almost in every podcast that comes up. Like when you come to Southwest Florida, and, and I'm obviously particular to Naples, Lee County, you got a feeling you land at the airport, no matter where I go, and I travel quite a bit, I, I come back and I'm like, wow, I'm just so glad to be here. New York City, I go there. I go to another country, Colombia. I go to, you know, Europe. I come back and I'm like, wow, it's so nice. Southwest Florida, is, it's like very manicured. It's just a a nice place. And it seems like people, for the most part, do the right thing here. And that's what's so important to highlight the things and the good in the world that people are doing, especially here. And it's so crazy to go just to Miami and then to see what, how people are like in the fast paced environment. And then just coming back here, you get that ah, feeling that you're talking about. Tell me a little bit about your um, media career and how has that changed it's, it's pretty tough like for these reporters and started in that type of you know job because from my understanding it's like you used to be a day where people used to help you carry your gear and you're <laughs> kind of like bringing a lot of that stuff with you now and you're kind of shooting wherever you can and it's kind of it's kind of tough right it is not a glamorous job like a lot of people think that you get your makeup done and your hair done before you go on TV, like, no, you are in the thick of it. You are in the elements. Like, if you're reporting on red tide, you're out there breathing the air, like, showing people that, yeah, don't come to the beach today. You're sweating like a just nasty woman. Like, people in the studio, they look so nice, and they're, you know, tossing to me, and I'm on the beach sweating my butt off. Like, but you have to, you have to do your makeup at a crime scene in the car, in the dark, you know, yeah, it's not like, and, and the, the hours, right? Like, I see some of these reporters. I get up in the morning, I can't sleep. I turn on TV, it's like 4.30 in the morning, and people are in Fort Myers at Lehigh at some crime scene or in Naples on the beach, and I'm like, it's, it's 4.30 in the morning, and you guys are up. The hours in, them, in themselves has got to be just a tough grind. It is tough, but I'm, I'm actually someone who doesn't like to sleep a lot. Right. Um, that's probably my biggest weakness, honestly. So I, I kind of like the early morning shifts, the late night shifts. I'm naturally hyper myself. So when you're live reporting on something at 10 and 11, it's kind of hard to settle down and go to bed after that. But <laughs> yeah, no. And I'm the same way. You just you get wound up and then just takes a little bit to get me woken up and then I'm off doing something else, you know, yeah. it's just, it's easy. So a little bit about your passion for the media. We talked about that. And you have this passion, obviously, for Southwest Florida. You let's let's go into a little bit about your newly formed YouTube channel, which is great. And the good thing about it, it's positive. It's Sunshine in Two Three Nine, which I think is great. Tell us a little bit about it. What gave you the idea, and what are you trying to 
project to your viewers? It's a lot of mistrust in the media right now. And then some people are not watching the news because they're saying, you know, when you talk to them, they're like, oh, well, everything is negative that comes on. It's a murder. It's a car crash. It's a robbery. I've always heard throughout my career, you need more happy stories. You need more positive news. Well, not everybody clicks on the stories that are posted online that are necessarily happy news. Like you'll see like a car crash getting, you know, a thousand clicks or likes or whatever. I'm testing this theory out. And there are so many good stories and inspiring and encouraging things that go on in our community that are kind of swept under the radar. And I think now with everything going on in our country, with COVID, people are just craving positivity and, you know, trying to search for something to uplift their spirit. So I wanted to create something that's not hard to watch, it's something rather short and just something that will lift people's moods, you know, that is easy. Yeah. And you know, what's kind of neat about it is you go into businesses, local businesses, right? So, and I can tell you that people are going to watch it and it's going to build. I mean, because it's great information. People are going to watch it and they're going to say, I got to try that restaurant or I'm going to go, you know, down on the beach where Gina was and I'm going to, you know, pick up something that she said on the broadcast. So it's bringing a lot of information to the people in Southwest Florida. And we all know that their people are moving here every day that don't really even know where certain things are, right? Now's the time to take care of our sponsors. This episode of the 239 Uncensored Podcast is proudly sponsored by Florida Pro Realty. If you are buying, selling, renting, or in need of property management, please give us a call or visit our website at www.floridaprorealty.com. Thank you to our sponsors. We're back. So it's just a good information. And I, and I know you must have like a little, a little, like most, most ladies do, they have a little liking for animals, right? Cause I know you always do a dog thing at the oh, end yeah. or an animal thing. I think you did the cat this yeah. last time. Yeah. That was really <laughs> that cool. That was my first cat. Yeah. And yeah. actually I have a cat named Kokomo. It's a Persian cat. I haven't had him as a pet of the week yet. I don't know if I'm going to do that, but he does have an Instagram account and actually his, um, one of his recent videos went viral. It got like 30,000 views. And I was like, finally, finally, people are recognizing the talent of my cat because he is the cutest little thing in the world. And I love it so much. Yeah. So the cat um, doesn't have legs. Is that correct? Oh, the cat on the show. On the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. From the one well, from the show. He, he has legs. He has two hind legs are paralyzed, actually. Oh. But he doesn't know it. And he just runs right. around and. I did do a story at Wink News um, about the cat when I at my time at Wink News, and I pitched it like every day. But just kind of crazy how there's more pressing things out there than a cat who you know doesn't have the power of his hind legs. But what was cute about it is the shelter made wheels for the cat. They turned out to be <laughs> too big, but he doesn't need them anyway. He runs around and he's. Completely fine. And Wink eventually did let me do the story. They ran it on a Sunday and a slower news day. And um, it was nice to see that that cat got, you know, a happy attention. home. Happy. Yeah. And get, <laughs> get attention too, right? He's got a cat. Gets, so, I, you know, and you know, in, in social media, like you, you throw a cat or a dog up there. I mean, you're getting like tons of likes and views and it's crazy. Yeah. You know, just it, it's good. So, but yeah, so I, I think that's very, very a neat little feature in your, in your show where you have, and feature an animal and a pet. I think people really get involved and they really like like doing that. So with a 
a little a little bit more to it on the on the YouTube channel. What gave you the idea and what kind of inspired it and where do you want it to go eventually? Well, right now I kind of started out as a little bit of a hobby. I mainly work for a media company. It's called Leading Edge and we do all kinds of um, like promo videos, in-depth stories, like companies can hire me out to do a story on their company or interviews or, you know, the like. But this is my own project and I would really like to see it, you know, take off on the internet. Maybe eventually just do like all of Florida, but we'll see what happens with it. I'm testing out the theory if people really like positive news. Yeah, I think that positive spin, and like you said, with COVID, you know, now we have the war going on. People want to see something that's going to pick them up, and and I think that's important. You've been a news reporter for some time, right? So mm-hmm. you have probably seen some pretty wild things. I've been, like I said, I was in law enforcement for a long time. My listeners know that, and they've heard that. I've seen some pretty interesting things. What are some things that you have seen that you could share with us that is just was above and beyond that really sticks in your head. Thinking right now, there was a pretty crazy story. Okay, do you remember the kid, the main character from School of Rock? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. So he was actually caught stealing guitars out of one of the <laughs> yeah, out of one guitars out of one of the pawn shops a while ago in Charlotte County. That was a crazy story. I actually talked to his mom and he t- she told me that he had an issue with drugs. It was just a crazy story. Yeah. There's some things out there that can really <laughs> kind of kind of make your head go, wow, yeah. really? That one always sticks out to me. And remember the bear in Naples, in downtown Naples? That was a really fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Another animal story. Yeah. But a bear in downtown Naples. Like, I know, right? It was such a big deal at the time. It was hilarious. Those stories that, again, it seems like you're, you like the animals and things that are a little bit different, right? So... As as a professional doing this, what are some things that you have seen that are just have been hard to, to report on? The Naples police officer that passed away, um, I actually got an exclusive with his wife at that time, and it just like it was very hard. Whew. It's it's really hard to interview somebody that um, you know just experienced the law the sudden loss of their loved one and you have to kind of you're a human first and sometimes that can you know hurt it's good to to feel when you're doing a story because that's how you construct the best story and commemorate their loved one that they just lost but that was a a tough one um i actually did a story back in mississippi that reopened a police investigation. There was a mom who got into a bad crash with her two kids, very sad situation. Both the kids were in the hospital. The dad had gotten a hold of me through social media and told me what was happening. He had to go fund me for the kids and they were in really rough shape. He said that the mom was under the influence driving. I got the mom to interview with me. She actually said on camera, that she was taking drugs and under the influence when she was driving. And that reopened their police investigation, got her charged. And um, the police, you know, I handed over the raw tape of the interview or raw recording. Right. Tape, yeah, you can't tape anymore, right? Exactly. 
Yeah. But yeah, some things are hard, like, you know, car crashes. And if you go to the scene and there's, I can't even imagine what um, covering that, the amusement amusement park story right now that's going on. Yeah, the one in Orlando. Was yeah. it the one in Orlando yeah. where the young boy fell out? Yeah. Yeah. I actually saw that video floating out around on social media and it absolutely ruined my day. Like I could not do anything else but think about that. And it was so hard for me to see that graphic video. I can't believe there's a video of, of that incident out there. It's crazy. Yeah. And they don't, you know, obviously when you go to college and you, you take this profession up, you're human first, right? So there's going to be some times where you're going to really have difficulties doing stories and you're going to see things that other people don't get a chance to see. And yeah. it's just like in law enforcement, I mean, cause you're, you're responding there. You see a kid laying in the street, got run over by a car. I mean, you probably been into some horrific car crashes. I think when, when I was there, it was the kids that really impacted me. But, but you're right. When you see this, this video of this kid, you know, having a, a great time in his day, getting a chance to go on this amusement ride. And next thing you know, within a second, two seconds, he's flying out of this thing and he ends up, I mean, in that one video, there were people that actually thought there was, it was like parts falling from the, the ride, you know? So it's, it's, they don't teach you that right in college, how to handle those things. No, they don't. They don't. I was fortunate to have a newscast um, actually in college. So you could actually like get on TV. There was an actual, you know, show that they did that broadcasted, throughout the county and um so that really gave me some experience yeah and and i think i don't think you'll ever be numb to it but obviously with the experience that you have and then you know that certain things in life happen that way right so you have to report you have to get the information out so you you kind of have to take a little bit of a different look with, with that in mind you know the, the situation in ukraine with the you know the war and the reporters over there I mean, that's got to be crazy, right? Being in the middle. these guys, I'm, I'm going to these yeah. guys and go, why are you standing in the middle of a, a zone? But they're doing it to get the news. That's their job. That's their career. And I guess people have said that to me in law enforcement. You know, we're running to the bullets while other people are running away. Yeah, people yeah. say that to firemen, right? You're running to the flames because it's your job, right? That's what you do. Yeah. You know, people don't do it for the money. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Yeah, because... Nobody on TV does it for the money anymore. Yeah. I mean, there's the national level. They're making money, right? But I've never wanted to be a national reporter. Like, I just, I like to report in a community where I can know people, you know, see them at the grocery store. Like, that's the level that I like. Yeah. And you seem real good at that. And I think that's why that you've, you've got that because you have the personality and not. Aw, shocks. Thank you. And not, yeah. And not everybody can go into a business owner and say, hey, I'd like to do a story. You know, because at first <laughs> I like to do a story. Yeah, let hey, me you. do a story. Yeah, yeah. You know, so not everybody can do that. So to be able to do that and bring that to life is is a is a big thing and and real important. What do you see going on in your future? I mean, obviously you enjoy what you do now. You'd probably like to see it ramped up a little bit, right? Or no? What what what's your future look like? Yeah, because you're young, right? So you have a lot lot going on for you. Oh yeah, I really like being in charge of myself right now and creating content, being in charge of the content that I put out, I'd like to see the YouTube grow. And I don't, I don't know if it'll be just on YouTube, you know, it gets like 2000 views right now on Facebook and then YouTube, probably a few hundred. I haven't had the time or the money um, to put 
in the efforts to promote it properly. Right, right. So I haven't gotten to get the word out there that much with it. Um, but once I get a sponsor, which I have one interested. Sounds good. So. That's good. <laughs> so once I get some sponsors on board um, and try to kind of develop or strategize how I'm going to, you know, make it bigger, I'll be able to spend more time to actually promote it and, you know, yeah. It. And it's like that we, we have the two, three, nine and censored podcast. We yeah. have a lot of fun. So it's, it's kind of like a hobby. We enjoy talking to people, meeting people, but we get a lot of downloads. I mean, it's like a lot of people hear it. We, everywhere I go, it's like, Hey, I heard that one story. So it's kind of cool. That's a neat thing. Not easy always to spend the time because I have a real estate business. I have 50 agents, right? You got to do the things that make, right. Money, right? That make the Me money, too, yeah. but this is a really <laughs> fun thing for me to do. So I catch myself going, all right, I got to go to the money thing, not the fun thing today. Exactly. So that's kind of what, what happens, but I think it's like a passion and it's just a, it's, it's really more of a fun thing. So, you know, we're always here for you. Anything you need, we're here to help you out. Obviously we, we can uh, collaborate and do anything that works for you and, and try to, cause again, we're pushing the two, three, nine the same way. Yeah. And we want to like expose the good things. And and I do here at the two, three, nine, we do like charities. We have people coming on for that. People raising money. We kind of chuckle around and have some funny stuff as well because, you know, we throw in the uncensored, but we're really not that bad. You know, we just we kind of do do that as a catchy title of phrase. So I think we um, have a lot in common on that part. But again, it's always good to be able to get the information out to everybody. Yeah. And also uh, what I feature every week is like local events. And yeah. I know that you do some of that, too. Yeah. yeah, we do. We do. We try to go on Monday and Friday. Today we're jammed up here at the studio, but we go on Monday and Friday and we try to give some sort of live. We have Shannon Livingston comes in. She's pretty knowledgeable what's going on. So we always try to bring that up. And we talked about maybe if you're an event, you can pop in on the camera, you know, so it's always good. So just that. just that networking, I think is going to be valuable, but I really appreciate you coming in. This has been a really good time. Like I said, you're always welcome. So it's a, it's a good thing to have. And, you know, we know that you bring a lot to the community and we want to be a part of it. Thank you so much. And I love what you're doing too, Tim. You have an awesome studio and yeah, thank you. it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been great. Now we always do this thing. We do a little fist bump and it's 239 Uncensored. And we are, we always say, Ooh. out. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. She, like, bam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a punch. <laughs> Thanks, Gina. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. 239 Uncensored, everything Southwest Florida and beyond, and we are out. <laughs>